This episode of Brunette's Beans and Babble contains discussions of gun violence and mass shootings. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, (laughs) welcome to Brunette's Beans and Babble. We are your brunettes. I'm Emma. And I'm Emily. A couple of girls with lots of opinions and coffee addictions. I almost forgot our intro. Even though you have it Even right though it's there. literally right there. Ma'am. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have coffee. No, I made chai tea today. I drank my cup of regular coffee this morning which was the um chocolate raspberry truffle Mm -hmm. that I got for my birthday now I just have decaf because I don't need to be so chaotic today did you need to be chaotic yesterday no but you had two cups of coffee yesterday I know we had a lot of coffee yesterday I know this is the day for our (laughs) our two dollar coffees from Dunkin Donuts yeah Good stuff. Okay. This is not going to be the most fun episode we have ever done. (laughs) I just am very ill. Yes, you are very ill. I'm very ill. You are very ill. Okay. So we're talking about gun violence today. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm letting you take the lead because this is, this was your, you wanted? My yell. <laughs> this was your yell. Um, not that I am not also yell. Right. I am Just, a louder yell. You are a louder yell. Yes. In this moment. Yes. Um. So, the, there was a school shooting in Nashville this past week. Mm-hmm. At the um, time of recording. At the time of recording. I don't know when this, what we're up to. Did this come out this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Then so yeah. Yeah, so there was just a mass shooting in, in Nashville at a school. Um, three children and three adults were killed, and then also the shooter was killed by police. Um, I, I, like, don't even know where to start. I'm just so angry. Um, could I possibly start you with a TikTok? Yes, start me with a TikTok. you want to keep any of that in our recording um, right 
if we do, we'll link to this woman's TikTok in the description. Um, so I don't know where you want to start, but I think that that very well sums up where I am coming from. Yeah, the sort of like how like how do how are we supposed to continue with our everyday lives when like more children were just murdered, and and we know how to fix it, we know the answer, and we just can't do it. Yeah, and just the like, there's so there's so many. It's such a complex problem. It sh- it doesn't it shouldn't be it shouldn't be, but because of the way that our country is currently set up and the different like cultural norms and standards and people's different upbringings and all these different ideas, um, both fighting <laughs> the government and not fighting like. The mm-hmm. government, like, because there are so many of these interconnected nonsense, really, at the end of the day, it becomes a very complex issue. Right. Like, for it being a very simple, we know the solution. Because literally every other major country has, has, has done it. <laughs> right. It is unfortunately not an easy thing for our country to fix and in this like yeah i don't know where you want to start this but i'm very much coming from the feeling of like how well that was summed up Mm -hmm. where like i am one human i'm gonna sit here on our silly little podcast and when i get on stream and i'm gonna be angry but i'm I cannot be the one alone to change anything. Right. I have to keep going to work so I can make money to pay for a place to live. Mm-hmm. So it is just a very weird state of existence. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Every time there. I'm trying to put my thoughts together. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I was having a conversation with um, an old teacher of mine um, over, like, social media the other day, and um because she's currently on vacation in Europe with her two children, both of whom are younger than the three children who were killed in Nashville. And, um, she was like, I wanted to post pictures from our day to day, but I'm too obsessively occupied with wondering if we can claim asylum and never come back to keep my kids safe. And, like, like, that's just the saddest thing I've ever seen. Like, this isn't how the world should work. Mm -hmm. And I had reposted something 
about like if I'm killed in a mass shooting, like leave my body on the steps of Congress, like maybe somebody will finally get it. Mm-hmm. And she replied and was like, I think about this all the time because she's a teacher. Right. And I was, we were talking about how like we both sort of feel like it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Like it almost feels inevitable that we'll be in one. So it's just like, when? I mean, we could get into, we've, especially, I feel like especially us, like sort of our generation and younger, we've been conditioned to almost expect that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like Columbine was the year we were born. Sandy Hook happened when we were in middle school. Mm-hmm. Parkland, we were still in school. Texas, Nashville, just this year, like, yeah, it's like, and if you want to take it a step further, like, there have been incidents with guns at multiple stores that I have worked at, just not while I was there. Oh, it's happened while I've been at stores. (laughs) I know. You you were there. I I wasn't there. there. But, like. But it's even, maybe not outside of that, but because of, because the response to that has pretty consistently been, oh, we're going to do the drills. We, we, when we put this topic on our list, Mm -hmm. it was right after we had both done active Active shooter training training at work. We're like, our... Which, again, it comes back to, like, there's only so much that a single human can do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whoever, because it, because the change is not being made high enough up in our country that there's real change lower, yeah, the correct answer is, okay, we're going to train these people, just, like... Be ready for it. To be ready for it. I understand, like, I'm not saying that that is a bad response, but that response has definitely been part of the conditioning for us, mm-hmm. I'm sure many others, to, like, it's almost just a matter of time. Yeah. Like, we're actually just dodging bullets mm-hmm. our whole lives, mm-hmm. and that's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. And... I think it was the last time I did active shooter training at work I was like I was particularly upset about it because I was like like what what good like I've done this training how many times Mm -hmm. how many how many intruder drills did I do at school like but at the like but at the end of the day like it doesn't really matter that's not actually going to make a difference. <laughs> like, if somebody wants to kill you, they can kill you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, run, hide, fight, like, I don't know. It just, it all seems a bit hopeless to me. 
Maybe I'm just being really pessimistic about it. But I'm like, okay, what, what good does it do if I, like, pull off a mannequin arm? Like, against an AK-47? Like... Like, I feel like if it's gonna happen, it's just gonna happen. I think there's definitely a lot of that, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, in like the crudest terms, like it's just blind luck. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you make it out. This is not a fun episode. No, you said that up top. I think... I don't know that I would say that I see it quite in the same terms. Um, I mean, yeah, to an extent, like, there is only so much you can do. There (laughs) really is just only so much you can do. Um, But I think the fact that there is any sort of effort is proof that there are people that care and that want this to change. Like, especially, maybe not especially, but in terms of, like, us both working retail, there are, you know how many times we talk about, at least uh, at work, for me, how many times we talk about how much the company does not care about us? We're mm-hmm. replaceable. Uh-huh. We are yeah, so replaceable. absolutely. <laughs> but, like, the fact that we do have that training, there's somebody somewhere in that company that, and even if it is just purely, like, they don't want to have lots of life on their hands, fine. But, like, there's somebody somewhere that said this is important. Yeah. And I think it was the first time that I had to do active shooter training for Target. We, like, it wasn't on the computer. We did it, like, in person with um, somebody from the security team. Mm-hmm. And, um... What he said to us was, like, you know, like, we all, like, yeah, we're all here, like, for a paycheck. Like, we all have things that we go home to. Mm-hmm. And even if it, that's just, like, you got to finish your math homework tonight, like, we all have things that we go home to. Yeah. And so there are, like, so you have to fight. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 like, it's a weird balance of, like, you have to fight and also, like, what good is it doing? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that those two things necessarily are a... I don't mean this in a way that is going to invalidate that sentiment. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't think those two things are necessarily things that need to be in balance. Right. Because I also feel that there's something to be said for the moment that, like, as hopeless as it feels, and I'm, again, I'm not invalidating it that all, like, invalidating that at all. That is absolutely, like, I feel that one small human here 
what very I want to make change. Problem. Very big problem. But the minute that like we let that feeling take over is the minute that we lose. Yeah. And it sucks because it's, it's, it's still there. It's ever present. It's the same like you can't get numb to it. Yeah. You can't because then it's over. Mm-hmm. You have to keep being mad about it. Mm-hmm. As horrible and exhausting and unfair as that is. I'm like the, whatever news story was, it was the guy who was making shelters to go in schools. Like, the, it, like, the bulletproof, like, pop-out shelters and the, like, yeah, all of that stuff. Shelter-in-place desks, all of it. Like, all of it is awful, but there's also so much fight in those actions. Like, if you're not doing something, at least I am. Yeah. Like, nobody should ever have to... Like, have to be thinking that way. That shouldn't be the world that we live in, but it is. But it is. And people are are trying to do what they can. Yeah. It's really fucked up. It is. The wild thing is, I don't think that there's anybody... (laughs) Wild and maybe frustrating thing. Like, there's nobody that's disagreeing with the fact... Maybe not nobody. It's probably not fair to say nobody. There's gonna be one off... Anytime you try to make a big generalization. But... There's always an outlier. Like, people don't think that this isn't messed up. People do think that mass shootings are messed up. People are just unwilling to put their own, like, nonsense aside to do something about it. Yes. Like, we all think that dead children is sad. And Mm -hmm. shouldn't be happening. It's just actually doing something about it. And there's so, like, again, as much as it's easy to sit here and be like, we know the solution, because we do. Because we see other places have, that there is a solution. The solution is right there. But it is so, there's so many small parts of the system in place that have to change to get to that solution. Mm-hmm. That it's a very long process. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so entangled in other issues mm-hmm. that it's hard to separate it out and just fix the one. Right. You have to, like, you have to do all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want the NRA to have less influence, you have to fix campaign finance. Mm-hmm. But that's how you get the NRA out, and that's how you are able to make 
some kind of progress on guns. We hope someday, please. But then to fix campaign finance, then you have to get into like the Supreme Court and like, it's just, there's so much. And it's, it's, it is hard to not like look at it and be like, it's too much. It's like, we're doomed. Like there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. So then we circle back to the, you have to stay mad about it. And also, like, not just stay mad about it, but, like, do something with that anger. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just be mad. You have to do something about it. Mm -hmm. Like, vote, advocate, protest. Design shelter-in-place desks. I don't know, like, do something. Yeah. And, like... Along with doing something, and, like, staying mad and using that anger to do something, your doing something can just be having a conversation with the people close to you Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be some grand gesture not everybody is capable of that part one and that's okay and part two that isn't always what's needed sometimes what is needed is have a conversation with the person that doesn't quite see eye to eye eye with you and even if it's not like those conversations don't have to end in somebody changing their mind. It can end in a, oh, well, at least I have a new perspective, a new way to think about it, a new way to, like, understanding the other, the, the whole, when you're writing a paper in school, you have to argue the other side. Mm-hmm. Like, that's part of writing a argument of paper. You're trying to prove your point, but to prove your point, you have to be able to disprove, disprove the other the side. Other side. Yeah. So sometimes it can be just like, oh, I see, like, how you're thinking, and now I'm going to go figure out how to disprove that. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. Right. There's something else that we should throw in here. What? Stay angry. Stay Mm -hmm. mad. Do something with that. But also remember that sometimes you just need to turn it off. Yeah. Like, Nothing is going to get done if we all burn ourselves out. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to get off the internet. <laughs> like, back back to that TikTok that was like, I get it. Sometimes you do. It is not selfish to take a day to focus on just getting done what you need to get done. Mm-hmm. To continue living to be a human. <laughs> It, it is, it is all about balance. Like, yeah, take a break. Take the time that you need so that you aren't burned out and then come back. Yeah. And keep going. And like, yeah, just like, don't give up, (laughs) please. Especially because 
maybe not especially, but because the media that we consume on social media, like because of how that works, it so often turns into an echo chamber. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to get out of it. Like that, mm-hmm. that can, the whole doom scrolling thing. Yes. <laughs> Which <Don't>. I am <laughs> a big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do that like, a lot. <laughs> that That's also not helpful to anyone. Mm-hmm. That's when you get... That's how you end up stuck in a... Everything's hopeless, what's the point? Yeah. A little nihilism. Yeah. We don't need that here. <laughs> you don't need that here. No. <laughs> Because, again, the moment you reach the ultimate nothing matters, what's the point? You're numb to it all. That's the, the fight is over. It's over. You've lost. The other thing that I want to say about this is, like, don't, like get distracted by because I mean we're seeing it right now with Nashville there people are trying to make it about like people being trans it's not about that that's not the issue that was never the issue Mm -hmm. the issue is the guns stay focused on what the actual problem is and don't get distracted by all of the other things that people are going to try and make it about because they don't want to talk about the guns. As, okay. So as, as people who like have very much grown up in like the age of school shootings, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, And now, like, we're getting to an age where, like, people are having their own kids. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever, like, thought about that? About, like, how do I send kids into this world to be shot at school? (laughs) I mean, I don't know that I've thought about it in that way. Like, it would never... Thinking about those, like, school shootings and me having kids in the future, it wouldn't be, how could I send kids into a world where they're going to be shot? Mm -hmm. I would never consider that to be an inevitable. Mm -hmm. I think the way that I, I also just, I don't think that happened, which is a whole other thing. Right. Um, but 
the like to me and maybe this is also in part because I have like there are a lot of teachers in my life <laughs> you do have a lot of <laughs> teachers in your life I have a lot of teachers in my life um and probably also has something to do with like just my family in general mm-hmm. um but it would always be like how do I best equip them to handle that and what can I do to protect them? It would never be a, oh, they're not going to school or I'm homeschooled. First of all, I would never homeschool my kids. Not because I don't think that, that is a very valid thing, but just... You just wouldn't do it. Yeah. I wouldn't ever do it because of the way I value that sort of being in a school environment and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, unless there was something that, like, I really felt it was better for my kids to be homeschooled. I've never, that would never be an option. That would never even, like, occur to me. Mm-hmm. And it also would never be, oh, I'm not going to have kids. Right. Because that of this. Because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, like, just have sort of, like, thought in the abstract with this issue and other issues like 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 is it really like moral is not the not really the word I'm looking for but like I don't know. Like, how do you, how do you, um, how do you reconcile, like, bringing kids into a world that is so deeply fucked? And maybe that's just my brain. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that that's not something that I'm sure many people are thinking. That's just not how I It's not how your brain it. works. Yeah. Because I definitely come from the, yeah, it's royally fucked. So what can I do? Mm-hmm. Whether that, like, to make it less royally fucked or, right. like. Yeah. Like, is it really a good idea to have children when? I mean, because. I don't know, it's sort of, there's, there's always gonna be bad people in the world. There's always gonna be some issue. And even if it's, cause, yeah, there, there better be a day where it's not kids are getting shot at school. There better be, but there's always going, like, there's always going to be something. Yeah. So I think you reach a point where you decide, well, am I going to live my life the way I want it? Like, for, for what I want, what I want to be happy, like, what my goals are. Or do I let all of the mess out there dictate what I do? Not that it shouldn't influence, because mm-hmm. obviously, yes. But I don't... I wouldn't ever want to let it change my mind about something that I feel passionately about. Just want to do it. Mm-hmm. 
because you know if going back to you talking to your teacher if it means like i want my kids and we're gonna live in a different country so be it yeah because i mean i don't know like by the same if you're taking that sort of train of thought to an extreme you reach an a point where you're like so why don't I just hide in my bedroom all day <laughs> okay I think this is the mel- mental illness in me <laughs> speaking because I absolutely get to that point because right. <laughs> if it's not guns it's climate change and if it's not climate change it's it's something else and like you just go down the line and then you're like I just can't move I'm so paralyzed by fear Right. And then, yeah, you reach a point of, of what's the point of life? And the, the point of life, at the end of the day, is what you decide to make of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe this is a warning. If you think like me, you should maybe see somebody about that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. But also, like, you know, those are all real things. I'm not, like, and none of that is invalid. Like, it totally makes sense to be scared of, you know, having kids and then having to take them to school. And then what if something happens while they're at school? Like, all of that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think it's just me. So what do you do? do with that. What do you do about it? Yeah. And if what you do about it is so you don't have kids and that's the right choice for you, then that's the right choice for you. But if it's, well, fuck that, we're moving to, I don't know, somewhere. (laughs) I didn't have an example ready. Then that's the choice. And if it's, well, we're going to stay here and I'm going to keep doing the best I can, then that's what it is too. I think the only and none of those are like wrong yeah or bad or like one isn't better than another like right I think the only wrong answer is becoming so debilitated by fear that you do nothing nothing not because you're choosing to do nothing but because you're because you can't do anything yeah yeah Don't be paralyzed by anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's a good lesson. <laughs> it's not an easy lesson, but it's a no, good one. No, it's a good one, though. <laughs> I, I've been working on that one for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing that... Um, I would guess many people faced with COVID Mm -hmm. where you reach a point where people are starting to lift mask mandates or schools are starting to move from virtual back to in-person with different sets of rules depending on where you are and you reach a point where you have to make a decision about what is best for you. you.
And that's not a selfish thing. <laughs> like, it's not. That's just how you function in the world. Yeah. It's how you don't get paralyzed by fear. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to make a decision and commit to making it the right decision. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you're faced with a whole bunch of decisions and nothing nothing seems right or nothing seems wrong. There's just a whole bunch of different ways you can go. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you commit to one and you make it work. Mm -hmm. I also... This is not, I mean, like, it's on top, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a separate idea that I had. Okay. <laughs> Back on the whole, like, you know, like, if I, like, if I die in a mass shooting, like, leave my body on the steps of Congress or, mm-hmm. like, the steps of the NRA. I've seen that one going around, too. One of the things I said to Xavier, I think, was, like, I think everybody who votes against gun control should, like, be forced to look at the crime scene photos from mass shootings. Like, you're making this decision, you are enabling this. hmm And so, like, like, this is the consequence, like, and you have to live with that. Mm-hmm. I hate guns. I know. (laughs) I hate them. Okay. (laughs) I have a thought that's going to take us down a whole other tangent. Okay, what? It is interesting how... Not that dystopian fiction did not exist before us but that we are the generation of hunger games and divergent and all these big like got turned into movies everything dystopian literature Mm -hmm. that we consumed as like middle school high school like as kids Mm -hmm. and this is the world that we are in (laughs) Uh-huh. There were just a lot of really mainstream, yeah, very popular, popular, very mainstream dystopian like franchises. Mm-hmm. And that is a like when you're studying dystopian literature, that's all. especially like when you hit like George Orwell, like it is all not always. But is often the author making a comment on society. Mm-hmm. Society sucks. I have a follow up to that overlap. What? Every I, Hunger Games specifically, okay. but every YA dystopian lit franchise that got huge mm-hmm. while we were reading them, mm-hmm. because they're still YA literature. Maybe, maybe especially because they're so white. Not, maybe not necessarily because, but a part of being white literature is that the hero wins. You're not going to find many YA novels where the hero doesn't win. So we read all these stories about society being completely fucked, 
but the hero came out. So maybe that's the lesson we take away. Like, yes, society is fucked. So how do we fix it? Mm -hmm. How do we come out on top? I don't think the hero's methods are always the best, but... It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're ignoring that for the sake of... I find this an interesting overlap in our lives. Yeah. Go on fuck society. Do what you can, at least. I'll put links to some, like, organizations that do good work on gun violence in the episode description. Thank you for listening to Brunette's Beans and Babble. You can follow us on Instagram at Brunette's Beans Babble and Twitter at Beans Babble. If you want to weigh in on the discussion or suggest a topic for us to babble about or some beans for us to try, you can email us at brunettesbeansbabble at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and we'll babble with you next time.